Welcome to Defeat PPD, where we empower women to overcome anxiety and depression and motherhood without medication. I'm Arielle Wozniak, and I'm a maternal mental wellness coach, and I will be leading you through this journey. Hello, hello, it is Arielle, your host of Defeat PPD. Um, welcome to today's episode. Um, today's episode was truly, um, not that all the episodes aren't, but really inspired by something that I am personally struggling with. And so I wanted to walk you through this process um, that I am still in the process of walking through myself. And maybe I'll make another episode later where I update you and see if there are any changes or anything like that, that I think it makes sense to make another episode about. But today we are talking about how we identify and eliminate negative habits in our lives. And so I want to start this off by saying that we all have negative habits. We all have things that we do over and over and over again that we know we shouldn't be doing. And some of these things, um, if you are a believer, these may be things that you would say are a sin. And then some of them you may think, oh, they're not really bad in and of themselves. So it's not really a sin. But I do want to make it really clear that anything that is being put before God is an idol. And you may say in your mind or out loud even, oh no, I'm not putting anything before God. He always comes first. I would challenge you to look at your actions. What do your actions say? Do your actions say that God truly comes first in every area of your life? And if you are unsure and you can't say with 100% certainty, yes, then you have some idols in your life and those are sins. And so a lot of our habits do become idols because they become things that we depend on, things that we just do so naturally that we don't think to do anything differently. So I pulled up this definition of a habit, Googled it, and it says a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So we're using that definition of a habit today to kind of lay the groundwork for what we're going to talk about, um, about how we identify any habits and eliminate them. And so specifically, I want to talk about negative habits Um, Because if you have a positive habit, let's say that every morning you wake up and the first thing that you do is you pray and you read your Bible, you, I don't know, have a cup of coffee, coffee, excuse me, and do a workout, that is an amazing habit. Um, I mean, maybe minus the coffee, depending on if you have creamer in there and all that stuff, but to have that habit already formed in you and it's one that's hard to break, that's a good habit. But on the converse, we can have a bad or a negative habit. And so 
today, throughout this episode, I'm going to use my real life bad habit because I think that this just allows me to have a moment of transparency one. And it also just allows you to walk through it and see a real life issue. Um, I think most of us that are thinking about habits, we're probably not thinking about, oh man, I wake up early every morning and I pray and I read my Bible. Like, got to stop that habit. No, if you clicked on this episode, you're most likely thinking about negative habits that you have and how you can identify them in your own life. And so this process starts with identification. So before we can eliminate something, we have to actually identify it, name it, know what it is, know how it impacts our life, and all of those things. Let's think of really quickly, just to give you um, a kind of further out there example, but if you are someone who is addicted to a drug or alcohol um, and you don't see any problem with it, then you don't really identify that as a habit or as something negative in your life. You just see it as whatever it is. Like, this is just what I do. And so we need to be very intentional about taking a step back and changing our perspective. And I've talked about Dr. Caroline Leaf before, but um, she's someone that I've followed. She's an author. She has a podcast. um, She's a speaker. And she has talked about this idea of having multiple perspectives of different events. And so to identify any negative habits that you have in your life, let's say that you're someone who is just not sure what your, your negative habits are that you have going on on a daily basis and don't know, therefore, what to change. What I want you to do is to take a few days. I would say about three days should be enough time to be very intentional about observing from a different perspective how you handle your daily life. So typically, the way that we're going through life, um, we're just moving through the actions, not necessarily trying to observe from a different perspective on a daily basis. We just go through it and see it from that one perspective. But I want to challenge you to kind of break away from that and see things differently for a few days to allow you to identify what your most negative habits are. So I would challenge you to do that for about three days. Um, I mean, if you do it for one day and you're just like, hey, this is the thing. This is the one thing that I've narrowed in on that is really impacting my life negatively and I need to break this habit, then that's fine. You can totally get to work on the other steps of the process. But if after that first day you're still kind of like, okay, well, there's a couple of things that I feel like are happening and I'm not totally sure, go through it for three full days. Just be very, very intentional about observing from a different perspective how you handle different situations that pop up throughout the day. And that'll allow you to create a list of your habits. So let's talk about my negative habit that I have identified in a, on the way to eliminating My most negative habit is using my phone. I use my phone 
way more often than I want to. And it wasn't until I really took that step back and I talked about it a little bit on the last episode about stepping away from social media, but that's when I really started to notice what my phone usage was and how bad it was. How many hours a day, how many hours a week, a month, a year that I'm spending on this small device. And so really quickly, I want to walk you through how habits form so that you can understand some of the the components that go into a habit. So a habit initially forms because there's some sort of trigger. There's something that happens that makes you run to whatever it is that has now become your habit. So for me, what I have identified as one of the triggers is boredom. When I don't feel like I'm being fulfilled or I don't have enough to do, then I immediately will pick up my phone. And even to the point where if I'm doing something else, let's say I'm watching a TV show, for example, I'll still pick up my phone and want to scroll through it, check emails, text someone, or do multiple things at one time. And so I've just noticed that boredom is a trigger for me. Even if it's watching a TV show and I'm just not totally into it, I start to get bored, I disconnect from it, and then I'll pick up my phone. If it's something that I'm fully invested in, then that doesn't trigger me to pick up my phone. It's only when I feel like this boredom or I don't have anything to do that has purpose to me, then you'll usually find me then picking up my phone. So that initially happened just one time. It was the first time. Everything starts with the first time. So you have that initial trigger and then you've started to do it so often that it becomes routine. So now for me, it truly is routine that once I I wake up, I have started a, a good habit of reading my Bible first thing in the morning and praying. And then after that, phone time. So I'll pick up my phone and especially if the kids aren't awake yet, then I literally can go down to the couch downstairs, sit on the couch and scroll. I can scroll for like an hour straight. It should be like some sort of uh, record or something, but I feel like I can get lost in whatever it is that I'm doing on my phone. It could be watching videos on uh, YouTube, Facebook. It could be texting someone, um, whatever. I could truly get lost on my phone for like an hour straight and not even realize that the time has passed. And it's become so routine for me that my mind is accustomed to it. It's just what I do. I pick up my phone. I start to look at stuff and I'll just stay on there for an hour and that'll just be it. And then the the third part of this, so it's the trigger, routine, reward. So in some way, my mind is rewarded when I go through this process. So it feels good to see what's going on in other people's lives, or it feels good to get a new text message, or it feels good to get a new email. Email not so much anymore because we're just bombarded with spam emails. And so 
probably not as excited about email, but maybe if it's like a work email and I'm like, oh, that's something I've been waiting on, then there's some sort of sense of excitement. And so I have walked through this process of making this a habit. I've just made phone usage a habit. When you feel bored, you don't know what to do, pick up your phone, scroll, 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 scroll. You'll get some sort of reward and life goes on. And then we just repeat this over and over and over and over until it becomes an ingrained habit that seems like the natural and it's really hard to break away from it. Or as the, the uh, definition said, it's a settled or regular tendency or practice. So it's become a regular practice for me to just pick up my phone when I'm bored. And so I do. And so um, I already talked about how you kind of identify that and how habits are formed now. But I want to talk to you about this process of actually breaking your habits and eliminating them for good. So if you think about the process that you went through to actually create a habit, it'll be pretty similar to that because we learn the same way. So we learn these negative habits the same way that we would learn a positive habit. And so now that we've broken it down and we understand how habits form, To eliminate a habit, it's actually not so much focused on eliminating a specific habit, but it's focused on replacing a negative habit with a positive habit. And I think that's the issue that, or at least I'll speak for myself and people that I've seen that maybe are like addicted to cigarettes or something. um, The issue is that once you break that negative habit, If you don't replace it with a positive habit, you'll go right back to doing what you were doing before. Nothing will have changed. And in fact, it'll actually be stronger than it previously was. So now that habit is like doubled over. It's twice as strong than it was to break it because it's went away and now it's come back again. So the key here is to replace that habit. So how do we do that? Well, first, it's, it's similar to the process that I mentioned before to actually identify the habits, but I want you to actually notice what you're doing throughout, a day, throughout the day, your day. <laughs> so we talked about how you identify a habit. Let's say now you've identified that your habit is, I'm trying to think of something that's bad. I'm thinking of working out and that's obviously not a bad habit. Um, But let's say your habit is the same as mine. Your habit is using your phone all the time. Now we have to actually identify what is triggering you to use your phone. So maybe for you, what's triggering you to use your phone is that you're stressed. Let's say that it's stress, um, maybe something, excuse me, something with the baby, husband, work, home duties, whatever it might be, you're stressed. And so you go to your phone to get away from whatever it is that's going on in your life. So now we know what the trigger is and that's going to help us in the second part of this process. So identify your habits. Then we need to identify 
your triggers. Now here is the three-step process to actually go ahead and eliminate your negative habits. So step one is going to be your mindset. And I feel like this is very similar to a lot of different things in life is that our mind determines what we actually do. I remember reading somewhere, and this was um, some kind of scientific journal or something, but it was saying that the great majority of what we do happens in our thought life, not actually like in our actions. So we do a lot of this like thinking and this mental work, and then a small percentage of it comes out as actions. And the reason why that stuck out to me is just because your mind is thinking it first before you ever do it. So if you have the mindset, I can't break this habit. This is just me. This is who I am. Then you're right. You won't break this habit. This is who you are and this is who you will be. But if you have the mindset that I can do it differently, I just choose to do it this way, then that means that you have the potential to make a change. Right now, I could say I choose to use my phone when I get bored. It's not something that is impossible for me to change, but right now that's my choice. When I get bored, I choose to use my phone. So we've got to break out of this mentality that it's who we are, we can't change it, whatever other thought patterns you have, and switch them to something different that empowers you. So for me, an empowering thought is that I choose to do this. This is truly my choice. I've made the choice to utilize my phone all the time when I'm bored. I'm making the choice right now to record a podcast. Life is all about choices. And so that empowers me when I recognize that it is a choice. The same way that someone chooses to, to smoke cigarettes at first, then it becomes this addiction. I made the choice. So I'm not saying, and I do want to kind of interject here, not saying that once you're addicted to drugs, alcohol, tobacco, whatever it is that, okay, now you're choosing it every day. But initially you made the choice. And so take some of your power back and tell yourself, I can choose differently. So that's the first step, your mindset, changing your mindset from this, I can't to I choose not to attitude. The second step is to actually develop a strategy or a plan. So we talked about identifying triggers. So now we're actually going to utilize that information. So if I notice that boredom is a trigger for me or stress is a trigger for me to pick up my phone, then I have to make a plan for what I'm going to do when I get bored again. And I don't know if you hear that knocking, but there's some sort of animal outside. Um, but So I have to come up with a plan 
for replacement. So now I'm thinking when I get bored again, I will X, Y, Z. When I get bored again, I will work on my business plan that God has given me a vision for. When I get bored again, I will read this book. When I get bored again, I will play with the baby for 20 minutes. When I get bored again, I will meal plan or I'll plan my workouts for the next week. Having a plan for what you'll do when you experience that trigger is going to be extremely important because I'm in the camp of we can't avoid things that trigger us. It's just what life is. There are going to be things that will bring up different sorts of reactions in our body or bring up different memories or whatever it might be. And we have to be prepared for that moment because some things we simply cannot avoid. I can't avoid experiencing moments of boredom. You probably can't avoid stress either. It's just a part of life. So what do I do when it comes? While I have my plan, I have my strategy. And for me, that involves having like a little checklist of different things that I can do when I get bored. So if that's me saying when I get bored, I'm going to actually work on something for my business. Okay, so what are a couple of things that I can do? Maybe I can make this graphic. I can call this physician's office to be able to post flyers. I can whatever, whatever it might be for you. Make a list of things that you can do when you experience that trigger. And then the third thing is simply going to be to practice. No one is an expert at something new on day one. So you have to practice. You just have to settle your mind on, I'm going to do this no matter how much work it takes, no matter how hard it is. I'm going to break this negative habit and replace it with something positive. And so I am committed to practicing. So start to practice immediately. Once you have a plan for things that you will do, you can start to do them before you even experience the trigger. So then that is, that is occupying you with something positive and it leaves less time for the negative anyway. So going back to my example of the phone usage, instead of waiting for myself to experience these moments of boredom to be able to act on my plan or my strategy, I can just start to do those things that I said I would do. I can start to have this one-on-one time with each of my children. I can start to make some social media posts for my business. I can go clean my car, which right now it needs it. I can do these positive things proactively to start to practice. And I think if you think of an athlete, the best athletes don't just practice when they're around everyone else or when they're with their teammates, but they practice outside of practice. And so outside of this trigger, you should practice as well. So that is, that is it. That's the simple method for truly identifying any negative habits that you have and then eliminating them 
for good. And really quickly, just to, to recap, a habit is going to be a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. To identify negative habits, take three days to be intentional and observe how you behave in everyday life. Then make a list of your bad habits and choose one to attack. Don't try to do it all at once. Choose one to attack. Habits form from a trigger, then becoming a routine with a reward. So to eliminate it, we go through a very similar process. We have to identify what's triggering us, utilize that trigger to develop a new routine and a new reward. And that reward can be something as simple as just the freedom that you receive from breaking that habit. So that's it. That's all you have to do. And I do want to leave you with this. Um, As always, if you want to reach out to me, please do not hesitate to do that through Facebook. Um, But also, we've just started our mailing list. And if you want to join the mailing list, you can go to www.defeatppd.com and join our mailing list. But that is all that I have for you today. Um, I hope that this is a message that brings about life change like it is for me. And again, um, after I finish this process, if I feel like there's anything else that needs to be added, I'll come back and do a part two. But for now, that's it, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.